So realize getting your needs met, strengthen the queen, it brings out the best version of who you are. And, and this is all about not relying on others, okay? But you taking the initiative, you intentionalizing. Welcome to the Danielle Hage Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Hage. Danielle is my mother-in-law and Nini to my three girls. She has over 40 years experience in family and marriage relationships. She's been married for over 42 years to Steve Hage, who travels the world preaching the gospel, and together they pastor a church in Laguna de Gal, California. So welcome, Danielle. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you, you for being here today. Yes, love doing this. Today, we're going to talk about how to strengthen your inner queen. Yes. So we've talked about that today's woman's biggest challenge is getting her needs met. Right. And if you go back to episode one, we talked about developing your feminine powers and unlocking the queen within you. And so today, we're just going to continue that conversation and yes. talk about how to get your needs met to yeah. be the queen. Yeah, because if... And, and let me just do a quick little yep. recap. So there's three parts of a woman's femininity. Um, there's the seductress part, and this is the sensual, playful, physical part of a woman. The way the, the man responds to the seductress is he just wants to have sex with her, okay? Yeah. And then there's the nurture part of a woman. This is the mommy side. The way that a man responds to the mommy side or the nurture is he feels warmed and renewed and refreshed by her. He feels comforted by her. Um, he gets fed by her. Mm -hmm. And then there's the queen side. And this is the, the part of the woman that's very confident in her skin. Yeah. She knows who she is. She's peaceful. She's at peace with the world and at peace with herself. Yeah. She's very gracious, very generous, mm -hmm. um, very receptive. The way that a man responds to the queen, huge respect. Yeah. He he cherishes the queen. He wants to do for her. He wants He'll go out of his way to make her happier. He'll lay his life down for her. He yeah. will fight for his queen. Yeah. So the queen, a lot of times, is the part of the woman that goes undeveloped, um, and she has so many advantages. So we want the queen to be strengthened. We yeah. want to own and embrace our inner queenliness because... Um, because this is the woman that has influence. She yeah. is the woman that men listen to. <laughs> and well, she other has women influence listen to. with men and, and women. women. Yeah, Absolutely. she's respected. Very mm -hmm. respected, yeah. Okay, so to strengthen the queen. She's got to get her needs met. Yeah. And okay. this is huge for women, for women because the way that a woman relates to her needs is she is self-sacrificing. Yeah. And so she puts everybody before herself. Mm -hmm. And she's got to learn that she's important. I had older women telling me this when I was first married always take care of yourself. Yeah. Like you are important. Get what you need. And and I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. I never gave up my workouts. I never gave yeah. up going to the gym. I knew what I needed. Yeah. And I always want to look my best, not for my husband, but for yeah. myself. I yeah. wanted to be the best version of myself. And women, older women taught me this. And, and I feel like I've always been on top of making sure, yes, I want my children, my husband, my home, and mm -hmm. my job, everything to be taken care of, but I'm important too. And I think that women need to understand that 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 you're not the last one last person that um, that is important. It's not like everybody else is important except you. And women need to own that yeah. and and take care of themselves. Well, we hear that message on airplanes: put your <laughs> oxygen mask yes. on first before you put your everyone else's oxygen right. mask on. If you're so, when we take care of ourselves, we actually can take care of our children, our homes, our husbands. Right. Much better. And then even biblically, give out of your overflow. You yes. know, if we're filled so up. Good. 
and you're going to talk about different ways to be filled up physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, then we can give out of our overflow. But I think so many times we get it backwards and we're giving, 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 giving. Our kids need this and my husband needs this and the house needs this and the dogs need this. And then we are just left exhausted and suffocating. (laughs) And how can we... How can we take care of a family if we're exhausted and suffocating and can't breathe? So talk a little bit about identifying those needs and how do we get our needs met? How do we understand what a need is versus a want? Okay, good, good, good question. Okay, so big difference between a need and a want. A need is something that you are off balance or unwell without. I love that. So you have to decide what knocks me off balance? What am I unwell without? Physically emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about those those three different areas. A want is you're not off balance if you don't have a want met. Yeah. I have lots of wants, but I can live without getting every one of my wants met. Yeah. But certain things, you know, I need sleep, I need exercise, I need food, I need shelter. There's things that I can live for a little while without getting met. Yeah. Uh, the things that I um need but I can't go forever without yeah. getting some of those things met. I need um, emotional connection with my husband. Yeah. I need an emotional connection with my children. Yeah. Um, and my or whatever your girlfriends. A spiritual are, connection with God. Being exactly. in your Bible. Yeah. All of that. Exactly. So let's first talk about what our physical needs are that mm-hmm. that need to be taken care of. And when we say physical, we're really talking about our physical bodies. Yeah. Okay. Like for example, exercise. Now. For every person, your needs are going to be unique to you. So like for my, for me, um, I've always been into fitness, always been into exercise since I was, I think I joined my first gym at 13 years yep, old. Yep. And I, I, one of my girlfriend's older sister <clears throat> took us to the gym because she was going. And I always thought that was so fun. I love that whole atmosphere mm-hmm. of a gym. And I've worked out my whole life. I know I should look much better. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that I've worked out my whole life. Stop but shitting on yourself. It, it's not even just how it how I look. It's how it makes me feel. Yes. You know, it's the getting yeah, those endorphins and mm-hmm. all that stuff going. Um, so so for me, it's very important. If I don't get my workout, whatever that looks like, and and I would say this, I, I'm grumpy if I don't get it. If I go a, a number of days without getting, you know, my activities in. And that workout, that exercise could be come in the form of an activity. Find something that you enjoy. And some people aren't into the gym. Yeah. I get that. But find something you enjoy, whether it's paddleboarding or pickleball or walking your dog or just, yeah. you know, taking a walk. I mean, move mm-hmm. your body. Get some kind of activity every single yeah. day. For me, I need to break a sweat every single day. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to you too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as an as an athlete and growing up and in high school, as I as I transitioned into motherhood, I mean, I just went through this period of time and it wasn't until I found CrossFit after having two babies under two that I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is what I was missing. I was missing that physical activity. Yes, that outlet. And because I was able to identify it. What it not only did for me physically, but mentally, like for me, I just need that mental release every day. Yeah. I was able to, and you'll go into this, ask for it clearly. And my husband has since then moved things around, moved our world around to make sure every month I can have whatever gym membership it is. I'm not into CrossFit anymore, but whatever it's been, that's going to meet that need for me because it's more than just the physical 
need. It is the mental and emotional as well. And I want to make sure you heard what she just said. And especially if there's men listening, he paid attention. Yeah. He supported her in getting to the gym because he realized that is very, very important to her, yeah. that that is a need. And yeah. I'm sure there were times where he had to be home with the kids while you oh, went out yeah. and did that. Help. Yeah, yeah absolutely. that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And I'm, I'm so happy I've taught yeah. him well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it it does help me be happy. Yes. Happy. And he wanted to make me happier, you know, and he felt the responsibility in that too. That's huge. That's great support. Yeah. So find out what you need to do. Um, And there's other things besides just exercise, you know, but taking care of yourself, you know, a hair appointment, getting your nails done, getting a pedicure, getting a massage every now and then learning how to put on makeup, learning how to do your hair. You know, for a woman, whenever she feels pampered in Mm -hmm. any way, whether somebody else is pampering her or she's pampering herself, it actually releases a hormone called oxytocin. Yeah. I didn't say Oxycontin. Some <laughs> some people have come to me and said, Oxycontin? No, no that's a no, painkiller. Don't take that. <laughs> don't take that. It's a painkiller. But oxytocin is a hormone that is released when a woman feels pampered, when she feels yeah. heard, when she gets to talk. Remember, women connect verbally when she's with her girlfriends, spending time with her girlfriends because they get to talk, they get to listen. Yeah. There's an exchange. Oxytocin will be released in her body. It, it's the very hormone that causes her to want to have sex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the very hormone that she needs in order to serve and nurture and care and show love. Mm-hmm. Um, so women tend to run low on oxytocin, not men, but women run low on it. So for men, you need to support your wife in getting those oxytocin yeah. Yeah. levels up because it, it it's better for you when it comes to the bedroom, for yeah. sure. And her just being at home and nurturing and serving you also. I always so love that little important. aha moment that like after girls nights, yeah. you know, everybody will have a girl's night and then you go home and usually you're feeling good because you yes. have that well-being hormone. And, yes. and then the next time you get together for girls night, the aha moment of like, oh my gosh, I went home and had the best sex I've ever had. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh-huh, I know what's happening. Everybody's oxytocin is up. I love that. I love that. You know, when I do my seminars for men, I always say, and tonight you're going to have sex with your wife. She'll be ready <laughs> for you because the fact that you were here learning about relationships boost her oxytocin because she's so excited that you went to a seminar (laughs) to learn about women. But anyway, that's kind of fun. Uh, Let's take a second and talk about strong cell. You have been taking it for about a year now, right? Yeah. So tell us the benefits and what you're feeling from taking strong cell. Yeah. No, I love it. It, I don't miss one day, not one day. Number one, it tastes good. So Mm -hmm. easy to drink. Um, And I take it in the morning. The minute I get up before I leave the house, I take my strong cell with my supplements. And what I have noticed is I have endless energy. I am not kidding. And the reason I say that is because I'm 62 and I work out hard. I like being active. Like my day consists pretty much, here's my schedule. I get up, I'm in the gym at 6 a.m. I'll do 30 minutes cardio, 30 minutes weights. Then I go right from there, play an hour and a half of pickleball. And then a lot of times, not every day, but a lot of times I go right from there and go to back to the gym and swim at least 50 laps. Then I come home and have my first cup of coffee and I feel great. The other day I did all three of those things. Then I sat in my office for six hours straight until my hunger pang, you know, broke through my focus and said, I'm hungry. I need to eat. Like, I don't know if it suppresses your appetite at all, but I just know that I don't feel like I have to eat. (laughs) 
as much as often. Um, I've seen a difference in my hair. I've seen a difference in my skin. And not just me, but people ask me all the time. They say, what are you doing? What are you doing? I, you know, your skin looks great or your hair, they'll make comments. And I will say, you know what? I'm taking a supplement called Strong Cell. It works at a cellular cellular level and um, it's doing all kinds of good stuff in my body. Yeah. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> and because it's a cellular energy boost, it's not like a pre-workout. Right. You don't get the zing or that quick energy jump, mm-hmm. um, but it's building up all the good stuff, the ATP and all that energy in your cells. So trying it for at least four weeks to see a difference, to make a difference, because it's going to elevate you over that time. You want to build it up and then you want to sustain those energy levels. I've been taking it too. And um, I've noticed that when I take it again, it's not like a pre-workout where I immediately get that jump, but I all of a sudden have like a focused Mm. and, and clarity. I'm able to really just zoom in to my day and be super focused, Mm -hmm. Um, especially homeschooling my three girls. I can just laser right in. Um, And then the other thing I noticed was, you know, mommy brain fog is real (laughs) and I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I'm able to be more focused. I have more clarity and I'm able to get through the afternoon without that mental fog slump. So I am really loving strong cell too. And so because of that, we have decided to partner with Strong Cell. And Strong Cell has actually given us a discount code for all the viewers that watch our podcast. Yay! Isn't that exciting? Yes. So go to strongcell.com slash Danny. That's strongcell.com slash D-A-N-I. And use the discount code for 20% off. That's Danny20 as your discount code, D-A-N-I-2-0. And make sure you check it out. Get four-week supplement and let us know how you like it. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about emotional needs. Okay. So that was the physical. What do you need emotionally? And when I say emotionally, um, let's, we're talking about feelings. Okay. And, and I heard somebody say this and I thought it was really cute. Feelings are kind of like toddlers. All right. They never know what's wrong. They can't tell you what's wrong. They're just having a temper tantrum <laughs> and they're crying and they're upset and you're trying to get out of them. What, 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 where does it hurt? What's wrong? And they're just, That's kind of how we are. (laughs) Women are like, we don't know what we're feeling. We're just having feelings and and we don't even know how to tell you. And we don't know how to fix it. We don't expect you to fix it because we don't know how to fix it. So you have to decide what is it? First of all, feelings make really bad leaders. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to be led around by our feelings, but feelings usually are triggered by thoughts. Yeah. Your thought life. What are you mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about? And and people think that the feeling comes before the thought, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Yeah, it's just that we detect the feeling before the thought. So when you, once mm-hmm. you're having feelings, if you're angry or you're sad or you're happy, what was I thinking right before I felt that? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I will go back to, okay, what thought triggered that feeling? And it's yeah. so amazing when you really think it through, and because a lot of times our thoughts don't tell us the truth. They're thoughts that pop into our head. We can't control it. We can control what we do with it. But a lot of times thoughts will pop into our head. I mean, how many times have you thought, have you said, where did that come from? Yeah. Where did that thought just come from? Well, even even recent research has shown a majority of our thoughts that go through our head every day are negative. Yes. And that's, again, why the Bible says take every caught. Take every thought Thought captive. captive. Absolutely. And line it up with the word of God. Mm -hmm. So if you are thinking things that are negative and make you feel bad about yourself, you can know that is not from God. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Okay. Our ways are not God's ways. So you have to line your thoughts up. I'm not going to 
attached to that thought because it yeah. makes me feel bad about yeah. myself. That's not coming from God. I was just having this conversation with another mom the other day. We were talking about homeschool and just the, you know, just the thoughts that come with homeschool. Yes. And it's just like parenting or anything else. You know, there's all different camps of thoughts and ideas and I should do this or I should do that. And she was saying something about how she felt, you know, insecure about this or just wasn't sure about this. And I said, you have to tell yourself the truth. Like that is not the truth. You know, right. you're not going to go down this path of destruction. Like right. you have to constantly tell yourself the truth and what you're doing is right. 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 So that way your emotions don't get so insecure and you know, just not feeling good about yourself or what right. you're doing. And, and that's a good point. So if you throw a thought out, like, I'm not going to touch that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to touch that with yeah. my emotions. That thought, it needs to be replaced yeah. with truth. But how many times do we see that in relationships? I mean, I know um, marriage relationships who the man has a thought life, the woman has a thought life. They haven't shared right. those inner thoughts, but they have feelings based right. off them now. And you just see that splinter and then you start to see it create this wedge between them because right. they just let their thought life run rampant exactly. and not telling themselves the truth and not and being vulnerable be, with each other. That can be very dangerous. Yeah. Let me show you a quick story. Just mm -hmm. recently, a young woman shared with me um, that she had had some trauma in a past relationship where she was cheated on. And so she's in a new relationship. She's engaged now. And she, her fiance was somewhere and she was somewhere else. And he told her, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be doing this with my grandfather. And she, all of a sudden in her workday, this thought mm -hmm. came up about, is he really there or yeah. is he with a woman? Mm -hmm. And he, it's far away. And I don't know. And all of a sudden she started getting like anxious and anxiety yeah. and it triggered kind of like that PTSD thing of the past because she could never yeah. trust the guy that she was with before. Yeah. And she all of a sudden, and this guy that she's with now is completely trustworthy. Right. But she shared with him. She said, I, I, it's not you. This is not your fault. But I'm feeling anxious. How do I know you're really with your grandfather? Yeah. And he was so sweet. He said, what do you need? Yeah. Do you need me to bring home a receipt from our lunch? Do you need me to share my location? Yeah. Do you want me to take a picture of the two of us? And I'll text it to you. Yeah. And it gives me chills because I thought that was the perfect response yeah. for him. Yeah. He didn't go get all, what, what? You Defensive. don't trust me? Yeah. What's the matter with you? He didn't do that. He said, what do you need? let me meet yeah. your need. Yeah. Whatever it is you need. And just that, she, he didn't have to do any of it. Just the fact he said it, she goes, yeah. oh. Yeah. She goes, thank you. Just I know this, feels is, heard. this is my yeah. issue. Yeah. It's not, you've done nothing wrong. Well, this is my issue. And that's important too, I think, as women to understand what we are bringing to the table, right. what our subconscious is telling us, what our past experiences have yes. been, because that does, that does dictate our thoughts, right. our emotions. Right. So continue to unlock how to get our emotional needs met, how to communicate them. Yes. And I just want to mm -hmm. add to what you said that research does show that the average human being thinks between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day. Yeah. That's, That's a, a lot. lot of thinking. <laughs> That's a lot going and 80% of the thoughts are negative. Yeah. So two out of every 10 thoughts you think are negative. Yeah. That's why God says, take every thought captive. That's why it's so important. We, we have to explore our thoughts. Do I believe that thought or don't I? You get to choose yeah. whether you want to believe yeah. it or not. Eight out of 10. Eight out of so 10. Only two out of 10 are positive. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got Eight that. out of 10 yeah. are negative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So so that's where the feelings come from. That's mm -hmm. where the emotions come from. So it really starts with your thought, thought life. Yeah. So um, how much is love and belonging and connection do you need? Again, this is very unique. 
it's very individual. You got to figure out what is what is it that I need emotionally mm-hmm. to feel connected to my husband, to yeah. feel connected to my children. Um, I remember there was a time when my kids were teenagers and they had cell phones, but we didn't see each other all the time. And I didn't know where they were at all the time. Yeah. And I would be traveling, my husband and I would be traveling, and I gave them cell phones pretty young because I wanted to be able to get hold of them. Yeah. And I need to talk to them every single day, every single one of them, every single day, sometimes twice a day, just to feel Which connected. I love because you still do that. That is <laughs> that is transitioned into their adult lives. And yes. I think that's so special. That's something that, um, you know, I've noticed from you yeah. that I love, yeah, with your children. Yeah. So you have to, so you have to figure out how much um, connection do I need with who, how, mm-hmm. where, what. Okay. And that's, that's dependent on the person. How much romantic intimacy do you need? And they, there again, with you and your husband, mm-hmm. it's different for everybody. Whatever your dance, whatever your arrangement is yeah. that works for you, great. There is no such thing. And I bought into this early on in years. I remember hearing somebody say, you have to have sex this many times a week or your marriage is in trouble. Mm-hmm. I believed it. And so if we didn't, weren't having sex four times a week, I thought, oh no, oh no. We, we, and, and, it, that was ridiculous because yeah. it's so personal. And yeah. and what if your husband travels? What if your husband's in the military? What if she's in the military? I mean, like everybody's got a different yeah. arrangement. And then I remember hearing a counselor, a therapist, I don't know, an interview. And they said, you know what? It's so, it depends on what works for you and your husband. Mm-hmm. Whatever your bo- you both agree to is great. There are no certain amount of times yeah. a week that you need to be having yeah. sex. And and intimacy isn't just sexual. Right. Like my husband and I, we have conversational intimacy all the time. Yeah. He travels a lot. I travel. We talk to each other two, three, four times a day yeah. when we're traveling just to talk about what's going on in our life. What did you do today? Yeah. What happened? And we love sharing with each other. And we talk about how we feel about things emotionally. So, and that's that's conversational intimacy, mm-hmm. which, and meeting that which is huge. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. That's all I need. Um, safety and security. How much, how, what does it look like for you? What does safety and security look like for you? Do you have one person in your life that you feel safe with, that you can share everything? You can be your most authentic, most vulnerable self without judgment. They're going to listen to you and you can just process. And something important you said too, is all of this does not lie on one person. You know, this is not a connection with just your husband. We're not talking about all your husband needs or your spouse needs to meet all these different needs in you. There can be different people. There should be different people in in your your life. life. Yeah. Different women, hopefully not too many men friends if you're, if you're married, you know, as a wife, but girlfriends uh, meet some of these needs too. Absolutely. Some needs only your husband can meet. Some needs only God can meet. Some needs only I can meet. And we have different people. I know um, there's friends that I work out with. Those are my workout friends. There's friends. I have a group of people I play pickleball with. Mm-hmm. There, I have uh, a person that I like going shopping with. Um, you know, it's like everybody plays a different part in your life. You cannot put all your eggs in one basket. And so many women mm-hmm. are fully dependent on their husbands mm-hmm. to meet every need. And that is not healthy. Yeah. That is not healthy. And you're going to be majorly disappointed. Yeah. He he can do his best but he's he's a flawed, imperfect, fallible human being, and he's not good. He's not God. He can't meet your every need. So you need to take that pressure off because that's a huge load for one person to carry to meet well, someone else. Well, and probably needs. what originally attracted him to you was, or to his wife, was her independence yes. and what she brought to the table. And 
and, um, you know, who she was as a person on her own. Right. And I think, and I've been through those seasons, you yeah. know, where I've, I, I've said it, I've lost myself. I don't know who I am, right. you know, and everything is, is gleaning from after my husband are coming. Yeah. And yes, after and, my babies. And mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, gleaning for all that time and attention from my husband. And it's like, Danielle, <laughs> you know, what do you have going on for you? Yes. What are you doing for you? How are right. you getting your needs? I can't meet all your needs. Right. You know, and I realized I needed girlfriends in my life. Yes. I need daily walks with girlfriends. I need daily play dates, you know, since we have younger kids. Right. We can do that. I need lunches out, but I need that time with girls Absolutely. as well, just as, or, you know, just as much right. as often to meet that emotional need and not just putting it all on my husband. So good. Which so makes good. me happy. Yes. And he supports it because it he wants yes. to help make me happier. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And he knows he can't be there to be your soul. And it drains him. He doesn't want to be. For everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. draining. Absolutely. Yes. And I've got, I mean, most women have more words than men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it helps. And I've noticed it with my girlfriends too. If we can chit chat during the day and get our kids together and we get all of our coffee and chit chat in, yeah. we can go home better to our husbands Absolutely. because we've gotten a lot of that out and then we can right. be focused on on our relationship. And all of these things, we're talking about how to get your needs met. This yeah. is what strengthens the queen. This is the woman that men go bananas over. Mm-hmm. The, the side of a woman, the part of a woman that men are crazy about because you're independent, because you're not so needy and whiny and yeah. dependent. Yeah, They don't want that from us. Yeah. They want us to have our own individual lives apart, but that complement yeah. one another. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I started developing all my teachings and all my seminars and learning about men, I did that because my husband traveled so much and I knew I had to have something of my own that I was excited about that that kept me busy aside from him. And then when he would go on the road, I had something to take with me when I went on the road with him. And then I began speaking and yeah. teaching women about the stuff that I was yeah. learning about. But had I not started doing that, I mean, I could have went and got a full-time job, but I knew that that wouldn't complement yeah. what my husband did right. because there were times I wanted to go with him, yeah. times the kids and I wanted to go with him, and we could. And if I had a full-time job, that would pin me down, lock me down, where I couldn't be there for my kids when they got out of school. So I had to find something um, that I could have of my own. I also started a personal training business mm-hmm. out of my garage. Yeah. I used to train my neighbors yeah. because that was something that I felt so you're good you're meeting about. all those needs. Yeah, something I was passionate shebang, about. Yeah. And I wasn't just sitting at home twirling my thumbs waiting yeah. for him to come home. Yeah. That would be way too much pressure on I him. know when I'm getting naggy, um, nitpicky, when I'm feeling anxious, it's, I have to look at myself first yes. and say, what am, so good. what can I do for myself? How can I better right. meet my needs? And usually I'm trying to pinpoint it on Christian. You know, yeah. there's something he's not he's doing yes. when the reality is I have either let something go. I'm not as busy. Yeah. I'm just not fulfilling. I'm not getting my bucket full. Right to give out of my overflow. And I start right. to feel those feelings of negativity. Right. And see, that's so mature and so healthy. Rather than blaming somebody else for what you're lacking, you have to look at yourself. Oh, I'm not saying I don't have a toddler fit first. I mean, usually my emotions have a toddler fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you got to process, cry yes. it out, scream it out. Yes. And but my husband go, okay, knows that. Like, okay, let her get it out. This is and about then, me. It's not about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good, Danielle. <laughs> All right. So physical needs, emotional needs. Um, and again, what is right for you? Okay. Yeah. Ours, what we're sharing today may not be mm-hmm. right for you. The, the other part is spiritual needs. What do you need spiritually? How do you facilitate your God connection? Yeah. Um, is it you need more time for prayer? Do you need to read 
the Bible more? Do you need a fellowship, a Bible study, um, something you can do with other people? Do you, uh, what about your church attendance? Do you volunteer? Do you serve? Do you give back? Um, all of these things are, are spiritual needs. You know, what do I need? There's a scripture here that I wanted to read. Um, and let me just say this before I read that. Um, you know, we can, we can walk, you know, we all have two sides of us. Okay. We have our spirit man side yeah. and we have our human flesh, natural man side. Yeah. The, the spirit man side, that's the part where um, the fruits of the spirit come, the, the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Mm-hmm. Out of your spirit man um, is where your choices are where your self-control is, your faith, your your um, gratefulness. The human side of us, that's the survival side. That's, yeah. you know, the part that, you know, your human side just cares about you breathing. That's where your instincts come out of. Um, that's where the vengeance and competition and jealousy and scarcity, that's all of our mm-hmm. human natural man side. Whichever side you're operating out of will be the side that you're watering. Mm-hmm. So are you watering your human fleshly appetites yeah. or are you watering your spiritual That's side? That's good. When you're watering your spiritual side, you're in Bible study, you're at church, you're, yeah. you're in fellowship that looks with like-minded yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, whatever your faith is, yeah. doesn't have to be the same as mine. Um, there's a, a Proverbs um, 420. It says, my daughters give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So we've got to keep that word of God in us, whether we're listening to it being preached, listening to it in an audible, yeah. with reading headphones, your Bible, praying your Bible. Yeah. We've got to keep the word of God flowing spirit. through our yeah. spirit man. Right. Because that's what they man. say. The gr- you know, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is where you water it. Right. And again, that's if right. we're if we're giving it, I know for me, that flesh side. If I'm feeding my flesh, it's probably because I've been in my phone a lot. I'm scrolling a lot. Yeah. I'm looking at, you know, Instagram accounts that I love, house decorating and house design and all of that. But what it brings up in me and my, yeah, in my mm-hmm. flesh is comparison, that comparison right. trap, not feeling good, right. shitting on myself. Right. And But when I am edifying my spirit, and for me, it looks a little bit different per season. Some seasons yeah. I love Bible studies with girlfriends. Sure. Some seasons I'm just a little too busy and I would rather just read on my own or right. worship on my own, have worship music going in the car, good. wherever I can feel that space. But I think, again, it's individual, but understanding what you're feeding, what you're right. watering. Right. You know, um, the other day, uh, person called me and they said, I am so depressed Mm -hmm. and they're going through a a storm, her and her husband. And she goes, I'm just so down right now. I am so depressed. And I said, well, I said, you called me. I said, what do you want to do about that? Mm -hmm. You want to sit in it or do you want to get out of it? And she goes, I don't know how to get out of it. I said, okay, let's number one, (laughs) ready? Move your body. I said, go outside, go barefoot. I said, find some grass to walk in. (laughs) If you're close to sand, Get on sand yeah. because wilderness nature lifts depression. Yeah. Yep. It's hard to it be you. depressed yeah. in nature. Yep. I said, get moving. I said, number two, put on some worship music. Yeah. I said, it's really hard for negativity to be in the same place as the presence of God. Yeah. And worship music brings the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm feeling down or low, I just turn on my worship music. Yeah. And it, whether I'm worshiping or not, I just have it playing in the background. Yeah. That's good for us. It's building yeah. up our spirit man. The reason she was depressed is because she was buying into her thoughts yeah. 
the negative thoughts. Yeah. Oh, I said, open your Bible. Take an emotional delivery on yeah. them. Yeah. Take an emotional mm-hmm. delivery. I said, just open your Bible anywhere. I don't care. Just open it. Say, yeah. God, speak to me. I can't tell you how many times I've done that yeah. or told people to do that. I'm just going to open it to any page. Mm-hmm. God, I'm trusting you're going to talk to me. I start reading and it's the exact thing what you I need. need to hear yeah. in that moment. Yeah. It's it's miraculous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then that it gets you excited. It, again, you're watering yeah. your spirit, man. So there's well, it's giving you a you pillar of truth to go back to. And again, when those thoughts come, that 80% of negative right. thoughts come, it's what's the yeah, last thing that, God said? That's right. You know, what that's is right. the truth? And if that's the truth. And if it, even if it's been a while since God has said something or something has rung true to you, it's like I can just keep going back to that. That's right. You know, and that's, that's my right. pillar right now until I get yeah. the next word of God. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So realize getting your needs met strengthen the queen. It brings out the best version of who you are. And and this is all about not relying on others. Okay. But you taking the initiative, you intentionalizing. All right. Another part. So you figure out spiritually what it is you need. And then another thing I just want to say is talk a little bit about boundaries. And because especially for women, women have a harder time setting boundaries and implementing boundaries mm-hmm. than men do. Yeah. And I've really tried to figure out what why that is. And I think a lot of it is because of our nature to please, yep. our nature to adapt, our yep. instincts telling us to be pleasing but and nurture. adaptable mm-hmm. and to nurture. We we draw, we don't draw the line. We draw it in way too close yep. where the line, the circle should be drawn way out here. Like, no, you can't come in. And remember, boundaries are not walls. They're like gates. Yep. You They open and close. They swing back and forth. And you let some people in, you know, the safe people. And there's some people that, that don't get to come in. Yeah. Okay. And so you have to decide what is a boundary for me? What is a deal breaker for me? Mm-hmm. And what is a non-negotiable for me? And that's where you draw the line. But what women will do, because we want to please, we keep moving that line. Yeah. Like, like she'll say, you know, I'm never going to date someone who, you know, drinks too much. Well, you know, he only gets drunk, you know, twice a week, but I really, really like him. And I know he's only has hangovers on the weekend. You just moved your line. Yeah. You know, I am not going to date an unbeliever mm-hmm. because we, we don't, we have to have the same values. Well, he says he's open to God. You just, you just move that line. Yeah. In. Okay. Yeah. He's um, so nice to me. And you just keep making excuses. Yeah. And then you move the line so close, you become emotionally attached now. And now you're, the lines are so blurred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes we need to stop, take a minute. What's important to my, me? What do I value? And redefine those lines yeah. and get them straightened out again. Yeah. So boundaries are very, very important. Um, and not just setting them, but actually enforcing boundaries. And ladies, I want you to know this. When you have strong boundaries, the queen has strong boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And men respect her for that. Mm-hmm. But I've I've heard men say, single men dating, say, yeah, I went on a date with her. And first thing she says, I'm not going to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> By the end of the night, she's all over him. Right. Because, right. Probably because she had a few drinks. And, and you know, and, and it blows the men away. They're like, wait, you said up front. They don't respect integrity. that. Yeah. They don't respect yeah. that. They want a woman who is integrous mm-hmm. and keeps her word because yeah. what that does is it challenges him. Yeah. It challenges him it challenges him to be the best man that he can yeah. be. And yeah. men need that from women. Mm-hmm. They need to be challenged like that. Yeah. So, okay, so without boundaries, women give way too much of themselves mm-hmm. up. They lose way too much of their spirit, um their body, their time, their energy. They have to have boundaries in place for their own yeah 
well-being. Yeah. Very, very important. Yeah. Um, l- women need to learn to say no mm-hmm. and not have to justify it or explain yeah. it. Yeah. No, thank you. No, that's not yeah. going to work And be for okay me. what other and people's be, opinions are. Or None of your business other, what other people somebody think. Somebody else expected <laughs> of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's good. Okay. So today we talked about how to strengthen your inner queen by getting yes. your needs met. So just quickly, can you review? I think we talked about five things. Yeah. Getting your your physical needs met, mm-hmm. um, not being dependent on just your husband or one person. Yeah. Okay. Um, not, not one person can meet every need. Getting your physical needs met, emotional needs, spiritual needs, um, and not putting all your eggs in one basket. Okay. There's other people in your life, that, yeah. particular people that meet those particular needs mm-hmm. and be open to that. Yeah. Just be yep. open to that. That's why we need friends. That's why we need people in our lives. Yeah. I mean, I think it was two or three episodes ago, we talked about the hunters and the gatherers, you know, the men and the women and yeah. how we're designed differently. And women are gatherers, yes. which also means we thrive in community. We right. thrive in our yes. re- relationships with more than just one person. Right. We thrive with friends and neighbors. And yeah. there's a need for us physically, emotionally, and spiritually to connect to others. Right. And it meet, helps meet our needs as well. Right. You know, back in the day, way before, you know, I don't even, I can't even say what century, what year, but women used to sit around and knit together. Yeah. Right. They used to quilt together mm-hmm. and they would talk and be women's and do- yeah. with the wives and the daughters and moms and, and the grandmas and the aunts. And they would all sit around while the men were out farming or doing whatever they did and women were getting that connection that emotional need met with their friends and their family members we don't have that anymore that's why we we just have to work on it we have to intentionalize Mm -hmm. making those girls nights the fun women things and doing those things together that's good so good well thank you for being here today if you enjoyed today's episode please subscribe like this episode and hit the notification bell so you know when a new episode is coming to you make sure you comment or leave a question down below we'd love to read those and follow Follow Daniil on Instagram and Facebook.